everyone. Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And a reminder, it's not a spoiler-free podcast, so we can and probably say will we'll say things that will come up in future episodes of the show. And that's just how it is, because it's not spoiler-free. All right, I am Melissa, and I am here with my singular co-host fish hey how are you doing today i'm good today i just want to say that i finally finally watched the batman and it is such a good movie oh um i mean matt reeves all the applause it's almost three hours long and I mean, as just like a movie experience, everything from the tone to some just incredible shots. I mean, the direction in that movie was unfreaking believable. The score was amazing. Um, I have no idea if Robert Pattinson or Patterson can actually act because I haven't seen him in much. But he didn't have to do anything really in this movie. So like all the applause going out to Matt Reeves, unfreaking believable director. I don't think I've really appreciated him enough. Um, and fully recommend to any Batman fans, but also just anyone who really wants to watch a good movie. I haven't seen a lot of really good movies um and this is this is one of them i would say it's better than all of the christian bale movies which i love um i mean it's it's a full experience it's the first one where i didn't in a while where i haven't like felt like i really needed to like do something else or i mean i turned all my lights off it was night i watched it i was fully immersed just again applause nice well there you have it matt reeves everyone excellent stuff uh well today we are going to talk about from felicity season four episode 14 raising in arizona it originally aired april 3rd 2002 directed by harry weiner and written by andrea newman and here's the description Felicity and Ben's seemingly endless roller coaster ride of a relationship encounters yet another loop. Lauren tells Ben that she intends to raise their child in Arizona, threatening to upset the newly dedicated father to be's plans for medical school and his future with Felicity. Unfortunately, Felicity learns of this latest development secondhand when Noel innocently relays an answering machine message regarding Ben's possible school transfer. Shaken by the news, Felicity talks to her confidant, Noel, about the pregnancy inadvertently, and inadvertently angers Ben, who suspects that Noel still has feelings for Felicity. Um, and I would like to formally apologize to the character Adam Davis for forgetting that he was in more than one episode. <laughs> Just for those of you who are listeners who are big fans of season four or who watch it more often than not uh, in their rewatches, you would have known that I was just spewing lies last episode, but here we are. I would like to apologize. Sorry, Adam Davis. Yeah. He was better in this episode than the last. 
Yeah, he I made think. he made some some valid points, yeah. or at least one that I counted. Yeah, but, and he was less mopey and more enthusiastic. Sure, sure. He was if, if Adam Davis is your voice of reason, you got problems. But that's okay. That's <laughs> where we were in this episode. Mm-hmm. And actually, well, I guess we we sort of begin there. I mean. So we're in the loft and Noel is working as Felicity enters. And her the first thing on her mind is because Adam is a mutual, well, I don't know, mutual friend. I don't know. Adam is Noel's friend, apparently. Um, and Noel knows about the fact that Adam tried to kiss her. So she's like, hey, Noel, I don't really know what to do about Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What struck me about this scene is, and this goes throughout the episode, Noel's immediate reaction to seeing Felicity is Ben is at Dina DeLuca. Yeah. And he really doesn't focus on her past sort of a quick advice session. Mm-hmm. So sure, she comes in, she's like, it's, you know, it's weird with, is it going to be weird with Adam? Like, what do I do? And Noel just is quick. He's to the point. He's like, look, he's an adult. Talk to him. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and then he goes back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Does not focus on Felicity. But then she's going to try to pull him in. She wants to see if he's interested in going on an architectural tour of New York City, which frankly is a beast he's created. Um, this, yes. <laughs> Fair. This, Fair. Is, <laughs> this all started because he pulled out a course catalog. So Yeah. yeah. And then also offered up Adam. Um, but no, he has a lunch with Zoe. So yeah. he can just very easily say no. And um I really liked the music throughout the episode, but I thought, yeah, you know, they have some good music underpinning it. And um, at this point, you know, Ben's going to enter. Yeah. And they're sort of, Felicity and Noel are sort of still working through possible other, like the the subject of the architectural tour isn't dead. She's going to propose some other times, but Ben does enter in the middle of this and asks to talk to Felicity and they go to his room, but you know, in the meantime, she's confirming a time with Noel. So he's kind of overhearing this, making a plan. Yeah. I mean, he does say, can I talk to you for a second? So yeah. we're all like, oh, um, I thought Noel had gotten out of it. But as Felicity is walking away, she's like, oh, they also have one at six. Mm-hmm. And Noel somehow agrees to that. But I did feel like this whole scene was weird because it wasn't weird. It, okay. it feels like Noel and Felicity have settled into an understanding and this like supportive friendship relationship. And it's not weird anymore. I think it's probably good that they, that they, that sounds like they executed it the way they wanted it to be executed. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I, think the point that Felicity is making later and Noel is making later is like, this isn't a thing. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that you felt that from even this interaction is excellent. Um, you know, when Felicity and Ben go into his room to have the next conversation, he's done an about face from mm-hmm. his last position on how, you know, where he, what he wanted to be doing and where he wanted to be with this, this kid of his, he's now decided he wants to be there for this kid. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of signaled by the fact that he actually says the word pregnancy instead of it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't 
you know, immediately ask her, so what are you thinking about it? No, he sits down. He's like, look, I know what it's like not to have a father. I need to be there for him or her in some way. Like, how are you feeling about information I'm actually giving you? Yeah. And Felicity, you know, she says, I mean, okay. You know, it sucks, but it's the right thing to do. And okay. Yeah. And his refrain comes back. We'll get through it. It'll be okay. I promise. Felicity has doubts. She expresses these doubts. But, you know, what else? What else are they going to do? Right? Yeah. Yeah. She clearly doesn't believe this refrain. Um, and I don't know that she she's not bought in. I don't know that Ben believes it. But she has doubts. It's not that she like 100% doesn't believe it. She's just, you know, she's not sure. Yeah, it's all going to work out and be okay, because there's all this new stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, Ben is next going to go to Lauren's. Where in the hallway, we've got Wayne, the neighbor with the screaming baby. And that felt very appropriate for Ben's yep. future. Yep. Um, but Ben's going to have a, you know, he's going to have a, a simple conversation that is actually very complex with Lauren, where it's like, all right, I'm participating. Or, you know, he thinks it's going to be simple. And he's like, yeah, this is great news, right? Yay. Uh, she's yeah. like, well, that is great, except, um, except I'm moving. I'm moving to Arizona right. next month. Yeah. Little wrinkle. Yeah. I mean, at first, I mean, first of all, she looks great when he walks in and he, he still seems, a, I don't know, maybe a little bit flustered or doesn't quite know what's going on. I will say just in this episode, I don't know if it's the hair or the way that like, Ben has to be reacting with his face, but I will say Noel is surpassing Ben in the cuteness department, but Ben's got a lot on his shoulders. So maybe that makes sense. And Noel's got a whole new self-confidence thing, which is good. Um, but I mean, Lauren, I mean, Ben said he didn't want to be part of this pregnancy. He said he wanted nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. He's young he wants med school so she made plans she's like i'm moving near my parents there are job opportunities available there like i had to set up plans because there's a child coming apparently probably within the next two weeks <laughs> so you know yeah yeah, I mean, she's making practical decisions. Like I've said with Lauren, this trajectory they're giving her, they're going to make her a full-blown villain. But this is just like a step in the direction. I think she's being very rational in this episode. I think that yeah. she's made good choices. I think that she's taking responsibility for her choice and for her baby. And um, she didn't need to be adaptable until Ben showed up at her door all this time later. But... Yeah. Um, they are, I think, from a story standpoint, they're trying to put her in the opposition uh, standpoint where she's she's creating the wrinkles. Uh, you know, Ben is finally on the same page as her. He thought he made a big step to take to get in that direction. And now um, she's creating a situation that feels totally untenable for Ben and Felicity. 
And so as a viewer, if you're rooting for Ben and Felicity, if you're rooting for Felicity, you don't want this drama, you don't want this pain, which really is just a practical decision from Lauren. Um, right. I mean, she's she's got a child. I mean, if you're in favor of, you know, the baby, maybe, I mean, when you look at it from Lauren's perspective, he said he didn't want anything to do with it. She knows his age. She knows what he wants. She's made next steps. And what he does next, I don't think would instill any further confidence in him. Um, he just has this knee-jerk reaction, right? She's like, you know, I'm moving to Phoenix. Rational, rational reasons for that. And he he's just like, I'll help, so you don't need to move. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look, you're, you're 20 or 21, okay, whatever. You want to go to med school. My parents are fully retired. Like we both, they both agree the kid needs a dad, but practically speaking, I, you know, I rented this loft for a little while and now I need to go somewhere where I, the child is going to have a community and support, not just, you know, someone who isn't going to be around. Yeah. And she's like, well, we can have all of that if you move to Arizona. Mm-hmm. There are schools there. Ben's like, no, but my life, my life is here. And Lauren, once again, is firm in her position. What is best for the baby is Arizona. I mean, she has had time to think about this. And she's made concrete plans. I don't know how much time there's been between her telling Ben, I'm pregnant. And now because mm-hmm. now she's showing a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like maybe it's been a couple months. I mean, I, I just, you're right. Time does not make sense. Time is a construct, Fish. The yeah. construct of the writers. Yeah. It doesn't have so, to make sense. Yeah. Biology is moving forward. She has to make decisions. She has probably had a good two months to think about this. Ben only learned about the pregnancy, like, it seems two or three days ago. And now his life is all in chaos. So they're on two parallel time streams, I guess, which is making life a little more difficult. Yeah. I mean, look, we are gonna head more and more in the direction of Lauren, just like leaning into antagonizing in this situation. But I think in this episode, it's more about the situation and less about how she's being, because she is being, I think, rational. He is not being the best version of Ben in this episode. Um, And, you know, for, you know, all the clear, obvious reasons and for also, you know, he's, he's Ben and he's 21. Um, But I think like they are setting up this thing where Lauren is coming off as this like rigid, um, like this my way or the highway sort of thing. And obviously that is going to create a lot of tension for Ben and for Ben and Felicity. And, you know, um, there we are. It's I actually time. don't think she's coming off as as rigid. You know, I think she's coming off as, you know, this is the plan. And, hey, can you move to Arizona, I think, is a perfectly reasonable question. Well, I mean, it's it's not so much of a question. It's there are schools in Arizona 
we are going to Arizona. Mm, well, but she's, on the she's same... very clear that the, what's best for the baby is going to Arizona. And to me, that's open and shut. She's not in a, she's not in a space where she's interested, at least in this conversation to explore other paths. This decision is made, Ben, either get on board or you don't have to be in Arizona with us. Um, and I'm looking at, at Ben in this, right? And mm -hmm. he is having the opposite rigid reaction, which is I'll be here. So you don't need to move to Arizona. Yeah. And then I can't move to Arizona. My life is here. So to me, I feel like, yes, they're setting up tension, but I don't think that Ben is instilling any additional confidence. It's not like he's saying, you know, we can hire help, you know, he, and the things that he's saying, the knee jerk reactions he's having. And again, he just got this information so fair, but he's not taking a step back or a couple of days, you know, to have a reaction to this. Yeah. He, he's just saying, no, I can't move. Like yeah. you also, and the baby can't move. And of course to that, she's going to say, well, look, I've had time to make all these plans, you know, so I, I, I don't think, you know, they may make it different in, in episodes moving forward. I think Lauren is like the fact that Ben says, you know, a kid needs a dad and she steps back and she says, yeah, you're right. Like, that is a good thing. How can we make that happen? And she immediately comes up with, you know, so do you have any flexibility in this? Um, I don't know. I, I just. Yeah. Don't I mean, that's not really a concession though for Ben. That's, that's still like a, the, the option here is you move. <laughs> like that's, that's what she's presenting to him. So I do think the assessment of they're both rigid in their positions is accurate, but it's fair to say both are like, pushing for the opposite outcome um yeah. is it although they is it appropriate from where they're both standing yeah i think so um yeah. but neither of them seem flexible here and um but they do have a common agreement which is the kid should should have a dad right some yeah, relationship with I his mean, father sure it's a common agreement but then how do you get there i right. and know, that like, i guess is so remember I don't know, it was a number of episodes ago where you said, you know, this is really weird. I took a bunch of notes. Like, have you ever done that? Like just taken way more notes? I hadn't. This one I did. Mm -hmm. I, I actually took a lot of notes on this one and found this one to be a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to raise the stakes a little bit more here. Um, yeah, so we're going to go to the office where Adam Davis works. Apologies to Adam Davis. Um, <laughs> so Felicity is entering just as Adam is about to get the results of the contest they entered. Um, and the judges call and they won. And they all celebrate. They're all excited. And Adam turns to her and he's like, okay, so there's a lot of work to do. Can you be here next year to help me develop this thing? She's mm -hmm. like, oh, um, interesting. I mean, maybe because my boyfriend is going to be here taking a fifth year pre-med. So that's kind of perfect. Um, but the thing is, yeah. she actually 
went to that office to address the elephant in the room, which he is totally now forgotten about because he's so excited about winning the contest. So now it gets really awkward where she's like, just so it's been said um, about the kiss can't yeah. happen again. And he's fine with that. Yeah. I mean, Noel was right. I mean, the second that she said she had a boyfriend, he ran out of the room minus an awkward three seconds of great party. Um, he didn't hug her. I noticed like he didn't hug her when he was going around and celebrating like everything about him kind of screams like, oh, I got it. Not a problem. Like this is not going to be a thing. Yeah. So to me, kind of feels like she, you know, with the with everything she's been doing trying to find her way forward she has fallen into a pile of shit and come up with the horse mm -hmm. right she, like this seems perfect doesn't it yeah i mean this sure does uh <laughs> and you know if not for the conversation we just overheard between ben and lauren you'd be feeling really good about felicity right now and where she's at in life yeah. but we did just hear the conversation we did. Ben and Lauren. We, and so we heard this it. This is obviously going to be like a, oh, oh man. Uh, this is going to be one more reason why Ben doesn't feel like he can make a change. Um, at least initially. We'll see how the, you know, how this comes out in the wash. But let's go over to Epstein Bar. We spent where... quite a bit of time in Epstein Bar, or at least it's referred to. And... Yeah. Yeah, we do okay. in this episode. It's a, it's a frequent location. Um, we're going to get a Zoe and Noel date where Noel is in the middle of suggesting that they go away together to Cape Cod. Yeah. And um, Zoe is in the middle of flopping over sideways to avoid what I originally heard is Colleen, but I guess is Pauline. Yeah, I think it's Pauline. Pauline. Yeah, she sees Pauline. We don't know who Pauline is. She's uh, the office gossip, basically. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. So all we see is Zoe flopping over inside of the booth trying to hide, which is a terrible move, no matter what. Like, mm -hmm. people will notice if you do that. Yeah. Including Pauline. Yeah, and Noel, like, is trying to figure out what Zoe's doing, so he also, like, leans sideways so that he can talk to her under the table and figure out why they're both under the table. Um, but Pauline has noticed all of this, and Pauline's going to come over and be like, hey, what's up? And they're going to come up with, you know, world's stupidest excuses. And, I mean, basically the whole point of this is that Paul Zoe thinks that Pauline's going to tell everybody, including her dad, Zoe doesn't want people to know. Probably Zoe is not even sure, you know, like if she if she wants it to be a thing herself. So she definitely doesn't want it out. And so I was like, oh, so we're not telling people like we're really yeah. not telling people about this. Yeah, this is a realization for Noel. He's like, yeah. ah, and, you know, Zoe, she does say I want to keep it from my dad. And she's like other people too, but like she she does focus in on her dad. Yeah. And Noel would like to know why. I mean, this seems like a reasonable question. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, why? And yeah, so he doesn't want to talk about it. Instead, she would like to abruptly flee. Yeah, she wants to leave. 
Yeah. Cut their date short. Um, so, you know, there's obviously something to uncover there. Nolan knows that he doesn't have all the information that he needs to have, and this is going to have to come to a head. Um, but first, let's go to Ocam, where yeah. Hodges is teaching a class, and then Ben approaches him afterwards to ask a favor or just ask a question, which sort of delights and surprises Hodges. Um, that he's asking him something not just about the material. And so Ben is like, I don't know, any chance you know anything about pre-med programs in Arizona? And Hodges looks a little disappointed. He was like, oh, I thought you were going to be in New York next year. I know. I put a little sad face in my notes. Yeah, that was um, award for like most quietly heartbreaking moment of the episode. I know. Um, Hodges, just every time. I am. I'm falling more and more in love with him. He's, he's so subtle. Yeah. It's like somehow the littlest things read very clearly with him mm-hmm. on screen. But Hodges is like, you know what? I do know somebody in admissions uh, for the U- University of Arizona. So I can call them and see what, what the deal is. Yeah. He thinks the deadline's expired, but you know what? He'll check. Yeah. So, but this, we have to note some of the timeline we can actually establish here so ben finds out about arizona in the morning he does not see felicity he goes to hodge's class he he wasn't there to ask hodges anything hodges is the one who kind of says do you have a question and like kind of pulls it out of ben yeah so It's not like Ben went there specifically to ask. So this is the same day, probably a few hours later, like he's had zero time to process. And he's like, all right, let me, let me at least have some options here. Yeah. And so that's what we've set up. Like he's still reeling. Yeah. He hasn't made a decision. He's trying to see what's available. Um. And so now we get to, I guess this would be your basic light part of the episode, um, acting class, where Megan and Javier are doing a scene from Oedipus. The scene from Oedipus. The scene from Oedipus. And Megan is unable to contain her disinterest in being on stage. Javier is completely overacting. Yeah, and I put, I am not sure which is worse. Yeah, it's a lot to see these two next to each other. They went all the way there. Megan, just just so many eye rolls. Um, I will say I'm not a fan of classical music, but they have this sort of violin classical. I've never been to a Renaissance fair, but I feel like it's Renaissance fair-esque music going on in the background, which I usually, you know, I really dislike most classical music. But I like this underpinning this scene. Yeah. And I will also, I have to give points. This is one of Megan's best outfits. She's got an A-line red and white plaid skirt on with a black turtleneck and a, you know, a simple kind of gold necklace. Um, it, it like twists and there's these two like gold balls on it. Her hair's looking good. Her makeup's looking good. Like, I just have to mention one of her best. Okay. 
Awesome. Well, after class, Javier is just in the middle of giving Megan notes specifically. You got to give it more oomph. Um, When they're interrupted. Yeah. They're interrupted by a director named Paul. Mm -hmm. A director for commercials. Mm. In particular, at this moment, looking for someone to sell mattresses from Mattress Warehouse. Yeah. So he approaches, and it seems like he's initially approaching Javier, at least that's how they take it. And then he's like, but I'm also asking Megan, right? So so it becomes this thing where Javier's like initially flattered then feels the feels the um, the weight of the, com- the competition that's now being put on them. Where Megan's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be in your commercial. I don't even buy that you're a director. Um, and the director's like, well, it pays $3,000. And now suddenly they're both very interested. Yes. I mean, Javier seemed like he was interested from the start. But yeah. the 3K is really what gets Megan on board. Mm-hmm. And Paul, the director, is just going to be like, meh, here's a script. Both of you try out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he gives them the sides to try out tomorrow. So they have one day to prep for it. And then... I'm just going to say this now. Uh, I know you said you didn't like Megan in the acting class. And I didn't mind it before. But in the middle of this story, I could do without this. This just became annoying. This was really an annoying side story for me. This is the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, I, I feel it. And they, they really, they, they've, I don't know what a journey they're taking these two on. Unnecessary. Well, and also, well, I'll mention this when we get there in the next scene we see from them. It just, uh, this is just like a slap in the face for a lot of reasons, but um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. The, let's first do a walk and talk with Ben and Trevor, where Trevor is really filtering some information here from Ben. He's like, Oh, okay. Um, so you're saying Noel's moving in on Felicity again because they're making plans to hang out? Like, is that what's happening here? Um, like, whatever Ben's saying, I think is just coming off very simple and deadpan. And Trevor's like, no, nah, mm-hmm. I don't know about all this. And, um, you know, he's like, Noel doesn't even know about Lauren. It's not like Felicity's like, spilling her guts to Noel and making plans to do walking tours. It's just a walking tour. Um, Trevor's like, uh-huh, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can blame Trevor of, for the rest of this. I don't know. I mean, I do think he gets in Ben's head, but I mm-hmm. also don't think it's an unreasonable thing for Trevor to say. Yeah. I mean, let's remember, Noel and Felicity did sleep together. Yeah. And now they're, you know, Ben is kind of on the rocks with Felicity again. Like, it's not an unreasonable thing to say. And Ben is actually defending, I think, Noel and like his and Felicity's relationship. Like, he, he's just like, no, 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 it's not like that. Um, my favorite part of this was when Trevor said, what is a walking tour? And Ben's like, I don't know, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, we're going to go to the loft where we're going to have a Felicity and Noel scene. And Felicity gives him the scoop. She's like, hey, Adam won. And he asked me 
Um, basically, like he asked me to work with him. He offered me a job. Yeah, she's got a job for next year. I mean, yeah. probably. Um, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and she's going to tell Noel first because he was there. Mm -hmm. So why not? Um, and as the intro said, Noel will innocently relate, hey, um, you know, Ben got a message on the phone. Can you pass it along? His professor called about a pre-med program in Arizona. Um, so just like let him know. Arizona? Yeah. 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 So now you've got these two scenes back to back, right? Where Trevor is kind of creating this doubt with Ben. And now Noel is creating this doubt with Felicity. I mean, there's just information is not being shared. And, and Ben walks in. And Felicity has just found out about this phone call. So she knows something's going on. But he doesn't say anything. He just says, I'm going to study, have a good time, and keeps walking. Yeah. Um, and it, it made me remember, I was watching a, I think it was a podcast on writing dialogue mm -hmm. um, and sort of changing dialogue to be more interesting. And one of the points that they made is you need to leave things unsaid in order to create interesting dialogue. And mm -hmm. I feel like this episode does that very well, starting with this next scene. Okay. All right. So Felicity is going to follow him because she just got some information that Ben has said nothing about. Yeah. And she she walks into his room. She's like, so what's in Arizona? And Ben just freezes. Well, yeah. And I... I put simmering for this part. I think we get like a simmering and then we get a boiling point. Mm -hmm. So right now, Ben is already simmering because he has seen Felicity and Noel in proximity to each other. Mm -hmm. And now Arizona has been brought up. So the yeah. deer in headlights, but also Felicity says, yeah, Noel said. That yeah, there was a voicemail. a voicemail. And the thing that Ben focuses on is not answering the question. He's like, Noel said that, and he slams the door. Yeah, he's super annoyed. And Felicity's like, what is happening? Ben says, okay, Lauren's moving to Arizona. And Felicity is just sort of slowly draws out, so you're moving? Right. And Ben will say what he continues to say throughout most of the episode, which is, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just found out this morning uh, to which Felicity is like, and you already told your professor. Um, so for me, I mean, I think part of this is timing, right? Mm -hmm. This is all just happened and he's looking into opportunities and that makes complete sense. And this here is going to be their first test with relationship to the pregnancy. Yeah. Can they communicate effectively? And we will see maybe not so much. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he's saying like, you know, Hodges is just looking into possibilities. Like it's going to be okay. Yeah. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Not it's a like problem. You keep saying that, but now you might be moving. Right. 
And then Ben is going to choose to switch direction in this conversation and be like, I just wish you would mind his own business, that Noel. I know. Okay. He's just the focus on Noel. And Felicity's like, ah, ah, okay, bring it back. Let, let's bring it back here. All right. Got my doubts about this whole figure out thing because I potentially now have a job here in New York working on that architecture thing. And I love Ben's reaction to this because he does have a lot of knee-jerk reaction. It's almost like muscle memory for him. He's just like, that's great. And she's like, but is it? Like, not if you're in Arizona. <laughs> like, are you missing the, is this gaslighting? Or are you really doing this? Yeah, I, feel um, I like think he's he, really doing yeah. this. He's yeah. really doing this. And this is where we hit the <laughs> boiling point. This is where if you've read the book, Crucial Conversations, uh, this is where it has become crucial. This is the crucial moment yeah. where you maybe walk away and take a minute or perhaps sit there and start screaming at each other. Gonna scream. Felicity's like, what's going to happen to us after graduation? Are we even going to be together? Yeah. She's like, we have to talk about it. like, she is starting to raise her voice, but not, she's not yelling. She's, she's, I think uh frustrated i don't think is the word i th i think she's anxious honestly she, mm -hmm. you know and ben just starts yelling and he drops his it's gonna be fine right he forgets his mantra and loses it he's angry he's like i don't know i don't have all the answers yeah uh yeah um this argument made a lot of sense to me. It's hard to watch. Yep. It's hard to see Ben's position here. Like I know he it makes a lot of sense that he has it. It's hard to watch it unfold. Um, yes. I mean, yeah. he, again, he just found out about this. The thing that, that has always bothered me about Ben is that his immediate reaction is to go to anger. And, you know, it, it maybe it's a male thing. Maybe it's an age thing, although this usually happens when you're like much younger. Um, but it's like he always, like when he can't handle things, he always goes to anger and he does take a lot of it out on Felicity and he will come back and apologize fine. But like, he just starts yelling. Mm -hmm. And and she, I like her reaction. She's just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a step away from this. I think that is the appropriate reaction. Yeah, so she and she Noel leave exit, for their walking tour. Exits the room. They're going to leave. And Ben is just going to stand there watching Noel and Felicity walk out the door, which we find out later has a lot of complex emotions around it. Yeah, and then he's going to slam his door. Again. And then when we return from commercial, he's he, we're back in the loft, and now it's Sean and Ben that are in the kitchen. Noel's coming back from the walking tour. Yeah, um, and Ben <laughs> has a dark, dark vibe. Yeah, a little, little storm cloud over his head. Um, ben, ben is going to make a request that actually is... Uh, very passive aggressive, really <laughs> hiding all the things he's actually thinking. He's like, could you just next time maybe give me the message that is for me and not 
give it to Felicity, who it is not for. Thank you. And you're Mm -hmm. just sitting there like, oh, he wanted to say at least seven other things just then. Um, And or just punch Noel in the face. Yeah. And I I give him I give him credit for not doing that. Good job. He didn't even yell. He's just give me the messages. Noel's like, um, just thought she'd see you first. Yeah. It's like, okay. yeah. And this diffused absolutely nothing. And because no, Sean... that's not what not what Noel that's not what Ben was actually trying to say. What Ben was trying to say is stay away from my girlfriend. Yeah. So Sean's confused and concerned, I would say. He's confused, concerned, but maybe more concerned for Ben. Uh, what is Ben doing here? And Sean's gonna go to Ben's room. Ben's he gonna be like, you come in, but just you. Shut the door behind you. Sit down. Just make sure it's only like he's very like Noel's not coming in too, is he? (laughs) No, but this is a nice, uh, another nice moment where Sean picks up on something. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't subtle, but he did pick up on it and he's going to check on his buddy. And what I would like to say about this episode is many people are asked if they are all right in this episode. Mm-hmm. But there are reasons for it, like the dark, weird message, you know, conversation that just happened. So, mm-hmm. hey, episode 12, or no, episode 11, our last episode, take some notes here. This is when it's okay to ask somebody if they're all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's a good This good episode tip. does it well. Good tip from Fish. Well, yeah. Ben is going to give Sean basically the whole story uh, that Lauren is pregnant and such and moving to Arizona and all those things. He catches Sean up. Sean is like, oh, man. Yeah. I'm but sorry. It's very clear. Noel does not know this. Yeah. Don't tell Noel. Don't tell Noel about this. Sean says, okay, fair. But hey, regarding Lauren, you know, you could keep her here legally. Like, do you? You have rights. He thinks. And again, I haven't looked them up either. Yeah, I don't know I. if he can keep her there during the pregnancy. Um, so, but Ben is going to say, look, I, I don't want that. I don't want some legal battle. To which Sean asks a perfectly normal question. So then what do you want? Now, we have to remember, he learned about this in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's now evening of the same day i think it is responsible and it is understandable that he's like i don't know i don't know what i want right now but he's had no time yeah and then sean who obviously failed whatever test megan had given him way back then (laughs) is like i mean look santa fe is lovely and men's like that's great but santa fe is in new mexico um also i mean did I don't know? He did he just pick a city? I mean, Arizona's fairly large, so yeah. I don't know why he would have I went th- to Santa Fe. I think have we actually said Phoenix is where Lauren is I going? Don't think so yet. Okay, yeah, I don't see it in my notes, but and I he feel like I've Arizona. heard the word Phoenix at some point. It's um, a little later. Okay, and so- look, he's a I. I appreciate Sean because he is trying, he's trying to be supportive. He's like, all right, 
you've got your options here. Legal, you don't want that. You could move, you know, it may not be what you want to hear, but like it is a possibility for you. Yeah. Now we're going to head to a Javier, Megan and Elena scene. And to me, first of all, things really come apart for me here in terms of just this storyline. But one of the reasons why it does is at what point did Elena become the side character and Trevor became like the guy who's making stuff happen in the plot? I mean, they're, they have, actually, I think Elena maybe got a little more screen time, probably not more dialogue because most of her dialogue was yay and clapping. Yeah. I mean, Um, ridiculous. What are they doing? What are, what are the writers doing with this character? I was upset. I was upset that I was upset last episode and I'm upset this episode at their treatment of Elena. It's just insulting. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So Javier is uh, practicing his audition for, for Elena. Elena. Megan happens to be in within, well, I don't know. It, may, it might be trying to psych him out. I don't know. She's in yeah. earshot. But and Elena's dun, being. Da-da. We're going to give an award for the Colleen Tembus mini dick move of the episode. Okay. Are we ready? Yep. This is about uh mattresses and so javier has been talking about lumber support and megan just turns around and says it's lumbar not lumber Mm -hmm. she is i feel like she's trying to get in his head and psych him out and you know it's i mean it's not a total dick move she's she's also auditioning for this it's very in line with megan's character but it's a mini dick move yeah. It's the mini dick move of the episode. It, it makes Javier stumble just a little bit. And Elena just says, oh, okay, try it again. But Megan's like, yeah, but you're not going to do it like that, right? Yep. Continuing, uh, you know, mini dick moves. You yeah. Got a, got a couple. Javier wants her to stop with her mind games because, mm-hmm. because Megan's trying to steal his dream. That's right. Yeah. Megan's like, well, I just kind of want the 3000 th- 3, that's what I'm looking mm-hmm. for here. Yeah. Javier says, you know what? A real friend would drop out so I can have this thing. Megan fights back. A real actor wouldn't care. Well, just I don't even know what that means. Trash. They're just trash talking each other as much as possible. I actually um, didn't write any of this down. I just wrote stupid fight scene. Yeah, it's a stupid fight scene. Um, trash talk. Javier's really hurt. Megan's just trying to hurt him. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, there we are. That's all we will see of Elena. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Great stuff, writers. Love Mm -hmm. your, love your use of Tangie Miller here. Um, So we're going to get Felicity at Adam's office, which in my notes, I wrote F at Adam's office, but because the F and at were really close to each other, I thought I wrote fat Adam's office. (laughs) It took me, I had to really walk myself through that, that process. Um, But we got there. Felicity is at Adam's office. Yes. And And she's had a uh, knee jerk reaction too. Oh my God. She's like, you know what, Adam, I probably can't take that job. I'm just, I'm not sure where I'm going to be next year. My boyfriend might not be here after all. Uh, 
her tendency to shoot down her own opportunities. Oh, I, I, I know. Just, I just don't even. And then Adam's like, and hey, right away. Yeah, it's a good thing she was talking to Adam here. Yeah. Um, he's like, does your boyfriend know what a big deal this is? And Felicity says, well, he kind of has his own big deal happening right now. And Adam asks the question of the episode. Why does his big deal trump your big deal? And she just says, I don't know. It just does. Bonus points for Adam's question. Negative yeah. points for Felicity. Just, I don't know, rolling mm -hmm. over. I don't know. And, and doing it so quickly when Ben isn't even sure about what he's doing. She's mm -hmm. had no indication other than a yelling match. And she's walking in and turning down this huge opportunity. Like, just learn to wait a day. Yeah, give it a day. Give like, it a day. I don't know what else to tell you. I, I mean, like, you don't, I know you don't want to leave Adam sort of without options too. But like, he's talking about something for next year. So correct. like, give it a day. Um, it doesn't have to happen this very conversation, but there, there we are. Yeah. <sighs> so we're going to go to the office with Zoe and Noel. And Zoe, you know what? She talked to Pauline. She clarified her story. She, you know, is trying to make sure Pauline doesn't spread any office gossip. Noel's like, why don't we just tell your dad? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's just go for it. Yeah. And Zoe's like... I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this this whole scene is about Noel saying, you know, I, I want a relationship that's out in the open. Don't you want that? And she's like, well, yeah, but I don't think this is going to work out. Like, she clearly is very closed off. Mm -hmm. And she's she doesn't want to communicate. And honestly, when we find out why later, it makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. um, so she's like, this was all a mistake. And yeah, she would rather she likes Noel. Yeah. But in the scheme of like, this is too hard versus, you know, like this is simple enough for me to manage right now. She's yeah. just like not like to go all of these levels to make it this open thing to to have her dad know about it and all the baggage that's going to come with that and whatever questions he's going to ask her and whatever protectiveness like we don't know all that yet. But she's yeah. thinking in her head, it would just be a lot simpler if I didn't have this relationship. And fair. She gets to make that decision. And frankly, I like I like this conversation in that Zoe gets to make her own decisions about when she is going to tell Noel or if she's going to tell Noel about her own mental health issues and she gets to make her own decisions and while Noel is confused he doesn't run after her yeah when she leaves that room and's like I don't think it's going to work out he has sort of like a calm confusion but it isn't yeah. the frantic must run yes. after woman must get to the bottom of this sort he of thing he has I I just feel like all of a sudden all of his actions his dialogue and in particular his posture mm -hmm. has all this self confidence yeah 
I mean, it's it's been growing over like the last episode, I think, but now it's here, it, it, and yeah. it's it is a huge shift that I. You're right. You said this earlier that I would see a shift in Noel, and I see it, and it it is night and day. From what we've seen from him in every episode before he meets Zoe, like literally every episode of the show, we have no reason to believe that he has this level to him, this ability to be like, nope, this is what I deserve and this is what I'm taking in a relationship. Like, I don't know if part of this is his therapist. We, I don't know if we ever see him again. I know that we, we didn't particularly enjoy his mustache, Mm -hmm. but um another i also don't know to what extent it's the meds and the med that's a good point you've got the meds you've got the talk therapy you've got him making a decision in his mind that he and felicity are not happening and i think that's a big part of it too Mm -hmm. um and coming to terms with that yeah i think this this whatever's happening with zoe is not in any way related to anything to do with felicity like it's not a reaction to it it's not a distraction from it it's not a making felicity jealous it is its own entity now it is i mean earlier there was a little "Mm," but like Mm. now i agree yeah so i mean yeah this is the type of scene I'm thinking about when I just think about like we just get to see Noel be different um and yeah. and Night what and appears end. to me to be healthier or at least posturing himself better for a potentially healthy relationship yeah. um it's nice 100%. to see this um Zoe obviously has a whole bag of stuff she's working through but like yeah. you know they do this thing and we see it in this episode where they like do this like they have this weird this like weird tension and sometimes it comes off a little juvenile from her um but then also it leads to important conversations and Mm -hmm. like it leads to them communicating well usually in the same episode you know it's i would say i don't know Noel is like a new person in this episode and not only does he seem healthier more confident I'm just gonna say it this is the sexiest Noel has ever been like no I can see it I can see it he is he's there for a relationship he's got his self-confidence he's got really cute hair um Mm -hmm. yeah this is just this is the best best version of Noel it's good stuff. It's just not the null with Felicity, right? Like, and maybe that's maybe that's the only way you get it. this null. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go outside of Okem, uh, where Ben is connecting back with Hodges, who has put some work in. Hodges spoke to his colleague at the University of Arizona, who confirmed that the application deadline has passed, but that they will accept ben's application late as a favor however he has to fax a transcript and a letter of special circumstance by tomorrow yeah and i'm assuming this is the next day so he found out day one this is like maybe early like mid-morning of day two Mm -hmm. and they're like tomorrow so hodges says this is a really big favor 
you have to be certain and, and he says tomorrow. that because Ben's like, oh my gosh, this is fast. I just don't know for sure. And Hodges is like, I get that. But, but. the condition of me doing this is you've got to be serious. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to, boy, did I struggle with notes from an optimist in this episode. But so I'm just going to, I like Hodges. So I'm going to attach one here. Around. Oh yeah. Hodges is good, but also no. Um, No, I, I, I just thought. No, from an optimist, having a, a mentor who really cares about you. I mean, right. Hodges, um, I, I don't even know if you'd call Hodges a mentor at this point, because I think he's mentoring, but he's also giving a lot of opportunities. And I think he, he's like a, a mentor plus. Um, there's <laughs> definitely a lot more mentor with benefits. I don't know. Um, that's weird, but that's fine. Uh, like it's, don't it's, go to McGrath. Don't go to McGrath. Seriously. I think this is what it looks like when it's, uh, maybe Genuine. good for both parties. Like, like I think Ben certainly gets a lot out of his connection with Hodges, but I think Hodges is getting something out of it too. And I think it's really lovely. And I don't know exactly what I think he's referred to Ben at, like he has a son about Ben and Trevor's age. Um, so maybe there's something about that. Maybe you had it alluded in an earlier podcast to like, maybe Hodges was jaded or like, maybe not jaded, but just like numb to the fact Burned that, out. yeah, like he's constantly weeding people out of a life path, um, that they think they want. And I think, you know, a student like Ben has maybe reinvigorated him a bit and is sort of bringing um purpose back into his days and making him feel good about what he's doing professionally and so he wants to give those opportunities and i just i really like this idea that this mentorship can be such a positive thing for both people in some way and so i don't know hey everybody find a mentor find a mentor like hodges <laughs> find a mentee like ben yeah yeah i agree that's my note from an optimist. So when in doubt, Hodges just go with a Hodges right. note from an optimist because I'm chances are I'm going to love something he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love well, it. Shall we, shall we talk about Lauren and Ben, which is not as, not as enjoyable, but. It's not as enjoyable, but this scene is important and I found interesting. Mm. Yeah. Ben is filling Lauren in. We missed the part where he actually fills Lauren in on, you know, everything that he's been doing behind the scenes, but we know that he has informed her about like, do I move, like, do I try to get to grads to uh, school in Arizona? Lauren just says, well, that's a lot of pressure. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. But she says it with empathy. I mean, she, she isn't just blowing it off. Mm -hmm. um, and Ben Ben has now had, again, not a lot of time, but some time to think. And his reaction is, can you just wait a year to move? Now, I have not had a child, so please, <laughs> any anyone who has had a child, let me know if I'm wrong on this. But it would seem that the first year would be exactly the time when you need the retired parents mm -hmm. and community most around you to number one sleep and give you information and be your support system so you don't go insane 
Um, yeah. And Ben is going to say, look, I can take classes at night. I can be available during the day. He is scrambling. He doesn't know that. He doesn't, I mean, come on. He has a year of pre-med classes. You think they're going to be offered at night? There's like mm-hmm. a nighttime pre-med? No. You, like for the, he's for just the people who are stuff. fathers to be track. I, I, it's, right. it's not a thing. Lauren's no. like, look, it's all worked out already. I've got a job. I've found a pediatrician. Like in addition yeah, to I all the other things. Care. Yeah. Um, and then Ben is going to ask what I think is the question of the episode, which is, you're saying you want what's best for the kid. Isn't what's best for the kid to have his parents live, his or her parents live in the same state. And this I think might end up being where I do turn on Lauren in the future. Um, Because yes, I do think that's important. Do I think Do I think it's actually better that Ben moves to Arizona at this point in time with the information we have? Yes, he has an opportunity to still do pre-med. He has a girlfriend who is willing to move to Arizona with him at that point. Um, He, she has her parents who are retired, childcare, a job, a pediatrician, like, To me, if you were looking at what is the best case scenario for this child, it is Ben moves to Arizona. Um, So I feel like Lauren kind of waffles when he says this. I mean, she agrees. Yes, you should leave it. You should live in the same state. So like I still she is saying I still feel net net it is better in arizona so i'm sorry that there's all this pressure yeah but i'm moving yeah for me the close of i'm moving is like hear what you're saying still moving yes like every everything else that she says to me is filler like it might be empathetic filler it might be i'm hearing you filler but she closes with I'm moving and is like, okay. And then Ben feels the, the brick wall come down and he's like, fine. Yeah. Move to Arizona. See if I can. Right. But I mean, this is again, take it from Lauren's perspective, mm-hmm. right? She set all this stuff up and I think she, again, is being very reasonable and thinking about her ch- child and his child the two times she has kind of waffled on this are you know when he said the you know baby should have a father and it's best for the parents to live in the same state but his reactions have been so immature and so scrambly to not give her any confidence that he is going to be around that she is going to have anyone to help her with this the i if i were in lauren's shoes i would be making the same decision mm-hmm. at this yeah. point in time and and this is where um 
you know, when I ranted about the timeline of the pregnancy, but I also said, you know, they're going to do what they can to make Lauren a villain as many ways as they can. But I think in some of those ways, it will be not fair because I think that she will be making good choices initially. When I said that part, I meant this episode. Um, They're going to lean in a little bit more to the emotion of on her side. Um, The dynamic between her and Felicity, they're going to lean into those things more. They've got maybe two episodes to do that. Um, But here, I think they're positioning her as really like fixed and unmovable on her position of what she's going to do, which I think comes off as she's fixed and unmovable. But I think looking at this practically, um, she's made the best decisions she can. We don't have to like them. We don't have to like that this puts tension between Ben and Felicity. And we are obviously not supposed to like that. But I think if you're Lauren, you're doing the best you can here. Yeah. And I also don't think it's so much that she's like fixed and unmovable as she's been given nothing Mm -hmm. that is going to help her. Yeah. Compromise. It's like, well, you know, if Ben said, let me start looking into childcare here. Let me actually show you what my schedule looks like. Let me look up the doctors that are here and have you do some interviews with pediatricians. Like if you can just wait, you know, give it a timeline. Say like, give me a week, 10 days. Let me come back to you. Like, but his reaction is fine. Move to Arizona and leave. And then he leaves. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't see like, I just don't see the move to Arizona being so set in stone because she has waffled these few times. Um, If Ben gave her any confidence that staying in New York would be possible. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, let's go over to the loft where... Felicity is going to enter. She's going to see Noel yes. in the room. And Noel here, I, I commented it, commented on it when I saw it from Ben. So I feel like I have to do it with Noel. This is the sexy bed lean from oh. Noel. I mean, that? he is radiating self-confidence in his posture, drinking his beer. He's upright. He's leaned back. Um, definitely sexy Noel. And still the first thing out of his mouth when he sees Felicity is... Ben's not here. Looking for Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's Um, not about him. Yeah. Felicity's going to come and join him, and she's she knows something's wrong, so she's going to ask him about it right away. And Noel's like, well, Zoe broke up with me. What's wrong with you? They've got some great music going on in the background. Mm. Loving it. And isn't this typical? Like, she acknowledges something's not great with him. He tells her what it is. She's like, oh, that's too bad. Things are bad for me. Well, he did ask. <laughs> it's like, he did. And she's ready to, like, totally very quickly abandon his thing and just be like, well, she, she just cries. breaks down. Yeah, she, she just has a down. full meltdown. Yeah. And uh, she's just going through a hard time right now. And just when you worry that she might get stay general, she's like, Ben got Lauren pregnant. 
she's yep. moving he might go don't know what to do and noel turns into the mind blown emoji yeah that's a lot this is a lot this is a um, lot of information yeah suddenly passing along that message seems to have a uh, more of a meaning behind it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um he's gonna give her a hug and of course we all knew at that moment ben was gonna walk by this was not it, it was impossible for the scriptwriters not to have Ben walk by mm-hmm. during that two second hug. Yeah, and he's just like unbelievable. And Which is exactly how I felt about them writing that into the script. I know, unbelievable. Yeah, I. But you know they're gonna do it, right? Of I mean, course. this is a very uh, it's an unfounded thing for Ben to bring in at this moment, but he's going to bring it in because Ben's going to Ben. And um, this is (laughs) like (laughs) a great way for him to not have to take any ownership of any of his stuff. Like it's his stuff is too much. He doesn't want to do it. If he just fixates on this thing, that's not his fault. (laughs) Whether it's real or imagined, then it's so much easier. Yeah. Um, and if, to his credit, Noel's reaction is, you better go talk to him. And, and I will say, I think that Ben, uh, and he starts to sort of acknowledge as much a little bit later, but I, I think he's trying to sabotage his relationship with Felicity because I think yes. one thing that he can do to simplify his situation is to not have reason to feel so guilty about Felicity's stuff. You know, like the the felicity being affected by all of this isn't an issue if felicity is not with him anymore and so if he just sabotages that problem solved (laughs) i don't think he wants that but i do think it it maybe seems to take a factor out of a very complicated situation um so he's gonna go all in on self-sabotage right now yep just gonna start it off what the hell felicity how dare you have a mini hug with some guy who you slept with that i haven't forgiven you for and i never will oh man yeah he's like you always run to him plus like we were just talking yeah and he's like Uh, what about me and lauren (laughs) yeah exactly yes and that effect on me she's like you know this is hard on me too and she keeps saying it's not about noel is like this is she said this multiple times she's like it's not about noel this is about you and me and then ben is gonna go in for the kill yeah well first so she's saying i need someone to talk to he's like and she's like you won't talk to me he's like it's such a load of crap i won't talk to you she says he makes me feel better ben says i bet he makes you feel better Ben says, if you hadn't slept with him, none of this would have happened. Oh, (laughs) I mean, shot to the head, shot to the heart. Like, I don't gut punch all the things. Yeah, this was. Wow. And uh, you're blaming me. Nobody forced you to sleep with Lauren. Ben's like, nobody forced you to sleep with Paul. Again, not the point, right? (laughs) Oh, it's like Uh, you're blame not only you blaming her for you sleeping for you and Lauren sleeping together, but then her resulting pregnancy. Um all Look, right. I get that this whole thing has been like a snowball <laughs> that started with an event, but like also 
take responsibility for the things you've done. You know, like, yeah. ben, I mean, you made really, a choice. This is ben, Ben's dad's fault for sleeping with his mother and giving birth to Ben. None of this would have happened had Ben not been born. See, it was just so, so easy <laughs> when you just like put all of this on other people. Right. Look, it's not that he's false. Like, yes, there's been a chain of events and he had total control over whether or not he had sex with Lauren. He had total control over whether or not he had safe sex with Lauren. Like, right. all of this stuff was in his power to control those situations. And uh, this is on him. This part's on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, by bringing Noel back in, he and and being so fixated on Noel for perhaps not even real reasons, right? Um, Felicity is now convinced, like you're just never gonna get over me cheating, are you? And Ben, Ben is like, no. You know what? Go be, go be with Noel. Like just like he told. Um, Lauren, just go to Arizona. He's like, no, just go be with Noel. Yeah. And I think Felicity does, again, the best she can do. She just leaves. She's yeah. like, this is not a situation that I need to be in right now. Yeah. I'm going to leave. And but then, she leaves with the impression that they are no longer together. Which does not seem to be what was said here, but I, I mean. Well, he says, go be with Noel. Sure. I will never forgive you for cheating. But you're right. Again, take a day. Take a day. Just a day. A day. Right? Look, if Ross had taken a day, we would not have had, what, seven painful seasons of will they, won't they, whose fault is it, we're on a break, oh my God, just take a day. Okay, so take a day, folks. Next time, just take a day. Yeah. Uh, ben and Noel are going to glance at each other as Felicity leaves. Ben shuts his door because he doesn't want to have to deal with Noel. <laughs> he doesn't have to deal with any of it. Yeah, he's just, I mean, basically he achieved his goal, however, however misguided his goal may have been in this conversation. Mm. Um, Felicity is at Adam's office, also known as Fat Adam's office. Um, <laughs> I, I I kept writing it this way. It's so funny. Um, can I still work with you? She says. I know. She's looking at the books. I should have taken books. a day. <laughs> no. Yeah. She actually picks up the books and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, this book is great. Like totally pretending none of the other conversation happened. Yeah. Um, she's like, like, yeah, is that job still on the table? Because I think I'd like it. He says, uh, did something happen with your boyfriend? She's like, yeah. well, we broke up. Adam says, yeah. well, at least you're doing your big deal now and not his. Yes. Yeah, there's that. And he gives good breakup advice. But does he? Hmm. I mean, Hard we've seen how he reacted with Dina. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, okay, so we're going to another office where we will find Noel and Zoe. Um, well, Noel and Sean. That's first. true. 
That's true. And Noel's just like, you talk in this meeting. I'm not even going because I broke up with Zoe. I'm going home. Sounds like, what? What's happening yeah. here? And then yeah. Pauline comes up and Noel's like, I can't with Pauline. And then he just leaves the office. Yeah. He just needs, he's, he is taking a day. Yes. Very good. Look at that. The well one done, person Noel. who's following, following the proper protocol. Yeah. We're going to head to an audition. And Megan is going to say exactly what I have been thinking. This is dumb. Mm-hmm. Let's just make up. This is just a commercial. Javier's like, oh, your mind games again? Just a commercial? <laughs> Megan's like, no, not really. Uh <laughs> yeah. Don't don't care. I mean hmm. they start to make up. Javier is going to throw down a challenge. He says, How about this? Let's make this fun. Whoever gets the part takes the other one to dinner. Megan says, Deal. And remember, it's lumbar, not lumber. Yes. And it does seem like there are other people there for the audition. So why the two of them thought either one of them would be the one to get it, I don't no um but all right apparently they thought it was just down to the two of them i guess so so we are going to go to after the meeting that noel skipped out on uh so he's gonna go to sean and triple quadruple (laughs) quintuple bonus points to sean for this um zoe is gonna ask sean about noel where is he? How is he doing? What's times. up? Yeah. yeah. Um, just, she's just trying to get some information. Sean's like, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noel's a Let great guy. Let me lay it out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Noel's a great guy. Maybe the best guy. She's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, so you're calling things off because he's the best guy? He's like, is it your dad? She's like, too many questions. Yeah. Stop it. I don't want to talk. Again, I don't want to talk about it. And Sean, you're right. Quadruple gazillion bonus points he just he he looks at her and says look this is all i'm gonna say you will be sorry if you let noel go yeah and just leaves it at that i do like this scene because i think um you know sean does not go to like sean asks personal questions but also accepts that zoe does not want to answer them Mm-hmm. Zoe doesn't need to answer them. But Zoe is also like knowing that Sean is a conduit here. And um, she's like, you know, building that relationship with Sean. And Sean just gives her solid advice and lets her do what she wants to with it. I don't feel like either of them necessarily like, cr- like go too far or cross boundaries here. Um, oh, I, I agree. So I appreciate that they have a dy- they're setting up a dynamic with them that they can do this, um, and that Sean and can just actually, call like it is. Yeah, and I I like how the writers did this. Uh, the same way that you said, it's just easier for Zoe if she removes Noel, right? Mm-hmm. At this point in time, from the relation, from you know what's going on at work. What the writers have done here is. You know, they've kind of put the pressure back on Zoe to say, yeah, if Noel was just any guy, sure. It's easier, you know, 
you've got your mental health to think about, you've got your job to think about, there's all these complications. But what you're hearing right now, and what you probably believe in your heart from your interaction so far, are that this is a really great guy and they don't come around that often. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like you, maybe you need to redo your risk reward calculation. Mm, yeah. And she's going to hear that, but she'll do it in her own time, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go back to the loft. Felicity is stopping by to grab her stuff because she fully believes that she and Ben are broken up right now. Yep. Uh, Noel is going to answer the door and Noel's like, I mean, seriously, does he really think that we're doing something? And Felicity, she doesn't say yes. She's just like, I, I don't think he'll ever get past what we already did. Yeah. And then Ben's going to enter because it's got to be awkward. Noel is like, Noel, oh, this is ridiculous. Yes. Noel is going to be sexy Noel. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but this is just like, this is one of the best speeches by Noel. And yes, it doesn't make me think that Noel and Felicity should be together anymore. It, it continues with what I said at the start of the podcast. I believe Noel and Fish should be together. Okay. Fair. Yes. Um, Noel, I mean, Noel Ben scenes, Noel Ben fight argument conflict scenes are always interesting, right? Noel's just going to be like, there is nothing going on with Felicity and me. She loves you, not me. And then he says, I have enough relationship problems of my own. I don't need to be part of yours. And he's like, you guys love each other. So be together. Work it out, please. Yes. And he just, he leaves the room and we are left with this, this shot of Ben and Felicity both facing the camera, which is where Noel used to be, with this lighted, another one of those weird tower lights in between them. And we're going to pick up there again, you know, after the break. And I just think it's such a great shot of Mm -hmm. like this kind of distance between them. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that. And when we come back, what you get is the same distance. No one has moved. Complete silence between the two of them to the point where you can hear the sound of traffic bleeding in. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I loved everything about the way that was shot. Okay. Well, Felicity is going to say to Ben, do you want me to go? Ben's like, whatever. Yeah. Ben's like, do what you want to do. Yeah. So she starts to leave because why would you, why would you remain What'd in that room if you're yeah. her? And then he's like, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. What happened with Lauren was my fault. Yes. I'm sorry. I was angry. Yes. It was a horrible mistake. It will never happen again. Remember the template for apologies? Mm -hmm. This is it. Yep. Taking responsibility, saying I'm sorry, saying it will never happen again. Yeah. Three things. Yep. All done. Check, check, check. Felicity's like, nothing is happening with me and Noel. Yep. And Um, 
it won't ever happen again. Mm -hmm. And Ben acknowledges that he knows that what she's saying is true. He's like, things are just so crazy. I'm just, I'm drowning. And I feel like I'm pulling you down with me. And sometimes I think it would be better for you to be with somebody else like no. Well, he specifically says you should be with someone else. Be with Noel. Yeah. Um, and, but this was in reaction to her question. If you know that there's nothing going on here, why are you so angry? You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the question. Why does he always go to anger? Mm-hmm. Um, so he, you know, he explains how he's feeling. Doesn't really explain why he always goes to anger. It may just be a personality trait. But mm-hmm. at least, you know, she, she, to me, this scene at this point gets really soapy. The I mean, music. This, oh, my God. The music. so cheesy. Oh, my God. It was so cheesy. And the dialogue was not great. I just want to be with you, I want to be with you. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm glad that we had the same feeling about this because the music, maybe it might have felt different with different music. I don't know. Um, Yeah. It was rough. Music. And then we're going to see, they are going to hear the music as they chat. They continue their conversation then we cut back into the conversation when Ben's saying, I mean, would you come to Arizona with me? And Felicity's like, I've been thinking about this. My answer is no. I have to find my own direction, but I want to find it with you. I mean, we're basically setting up a completely like impossible. It's a long distance relationship. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think all of, of all of the information of all of the positions people have been putting themselves like have been uh sort of locking themselves into here ben does not have like a, a an outcome where he doesn't sacrifice something um so i i don't i don't know what it looks like with ben and felicity but like it does seem like this is being set up where he's either going to see his kid or felicity on a regular basis yes he, ha- he has to make a choice. Yeah. And that's called life. That's called um, life. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, you know, this this is the situation we're left with. I am glad that Felicity made this choice. I, I you know, he, Ben's not, it's, it's almost the same thing as the EMT training. Mm -hmm. He is going to be in, you know, pre-med classes with a child under one. He's not going to be around. You are never going to see him. Yeah. You may be extra built in childcare, but you're going to have to go through Lauren for that. So let's just admit it's better. Like I, I still, to this point, think it is better for Ben to move to Arizona and have a long distance relationship where he flies back and forth and sees Felicity. I, and you know, if and we can they get interject that. with real world thought right now, I think Felicity has got to let Ben go is what I think. But I mean, well, we will see how this season plays out. Right. Like, but if I'm, if I'm in this position, this, this doesn't feel like a situation that I'm prepared to buy into. Um, 
I'm, for... I'm not there yet. I think if you can make this work, it actually makes your relationship stronger. Um, you know, I have seen, a, a, maybe it was just also because in my grad school program, there were a lot of people who were international mm -hmm. and a number of them were married. And like, we had a guy from Japan married, you know, when you're in a PhD program, um, 100% of your time is focused on this. Uh, but it's not just a long distance relationship. It's a long distance relationship with a guy who's co-parenting with somebody else and probably, you know, wasn't really prepared to take on like pre-med and co-parenting to begin with. And I'm also Fine. bringing into it what we're going to get from Lauren in the coming episodes. So like, I mean, I think the point is right now with the information that I have, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say just give up. I yeah. would say try to make it work. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it seems like the two of them are really in love. Mm -hmm. If you can make it work, then it was, you know, you can say it was meant to be or you are resilient and capable of making this work and putting in the, you know, the effort and the time on both sides. Um, I, they have spent enough time together at this point that I think it's worth a shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's never had another long-term relationship, right? And mm -hmm. and she's never had uh, another long-distance relationship. They did the EMT. Like, they've all been with Ben. And so it's like, well, yeah, you know, give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, you learn for your next relationship. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, so let's go back to the office with first Sean and Noel. They're they they're they're on either side of another co-worker that we haven't named, and they're fighting over what thing is. They're looking at something on her computer, and they're like, "No, this is hideous, isn't it? No, this is hideous, isn't it?" <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the entry to this, where like it just felt like, guys, just say something. It might have been improv. I don't know. It could have um, been. Yeah, it, I it just was funny. So enjoyed that, and the person in the middle doesn't have any dialogue, so she's nope. just supposed to sit there and just stare at the screen. Um, yeah. I absolutely loved it. And then Zoe comes in, and she says to Noel, "Can we talk?" There's a lot of "Can we talk?" In sure this is. Yep. <laughs> uh, so they go into a separate meeting room, and Zoe says, "Zoe's going to give a lot of information." She says, "Okay, here's the deal. Like my father." doesn't hate you he's just protective and it has nothing to do with you yeah um, i mean he i would say watch noel's posture through this whole scene mm -hmm. um i think it's really important to his character you know he he's going to start off with the position of what's going on and i like how she opens with i need to tell you the truth mm-hmm um, and then she starts getting into it. And, and Noel, I feel like, is standing tall and he's there to hear it. He's not desperate, but he's open. He's still open to whatever she's about to say. Yeah, I think he's is interested for his mind to be like, yeah, he's interested for this to work out and he's not desperate for it to. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but as she's sharing information, she says, you know, it's just been a really hard time for me for the last three years. Note the exact timeline yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell in love with somebody who was in love with somebody else. And Noel smiles Sounds. because the irony, <laughs> um, three years of loving somebody who's in love with somebody else. Uh, I and know. She sees him smiling. He's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not it's not it, it, well, it's, because her opening thing was this is going to sound stupid and yeah. when he smiles she's like i know i know it sounds stupid and he's like no 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 he's like, i um, get it Been yeah there, done that um she yeah. says i just got really depressed i ended up in the hospital I'm, which i'm assuming is a suicide attempt that's my assumption too i don't know that they don't they obviously don't explicitly say that here and i'm trying to remember because we are going to see in um the the la- the final five episodes there's going to be a little bit in the mental hospital <laughs> so we're gonna see a little piece like of this with but it's zoe yeah but it's gonna be the weird um the weird timeline shift uh they're gonna play with time and but we're gonna see the mental hospital as a setting we're gonna see zoe in it i can't remember what they say about that then I don't, you know, look, obviously I remember some things, but you know, not everything from season four. So we'll see that. I can't remember if they explicitly say that she had a suicide attempt or threatened it, but I would assume that's what this means. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it from when, when you say I got depressed and ended up in the hospital, I don't think just depression gets you into the hospital. Um, I I guess it could, but I mean, inpatient, you know, like I, I think I don't know that it, I don't think just depression, you'd ever be hospitalized. I I think we're both like leaning towards the same conclusion with this. She says she's fine now, but her dad is, is, you know, protective and worried about her in general. And Noel's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. She seems from her posture, she seems really ashamed. Um, She's not looking at him. She's looking down. She's actually turned to the side. Mm-hmm. as she's talking about this um i think it really does a very good job of showing how mental health was looked at and how yeah. how she has internalized how mental health was looked at that she sees this as like a negative of her own self and she has shame um and noel just has this really confident posture and he's, he's like, like stepping closer to her as she's talking yeah. he, she says um i thought once i told you you wouldn't want to see me anymore it's embarrassing yeah um yeah i mean i think that says a lot about you know how she's been reacting to things um and noel's like you know i know more about this than you think i do she's like really and i'm glad he didn't go into the whole thing because this is really about her in this moment so i Mm -hmm. like that about him yeah he didn't make it all about him he just let her know he's just supportive in a really good and positive way yeah and then they're gonna kiss and pauline's gonna come into the room and see it (laughs) and so he's like uh okay so i guess we're telling my dad yeah yeah and and he's like is that okay she's like yeah and they have a really nice hug i think it just from start to finish bonus points for Noel mm-hmm. in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. 
And bonus points for Zoe that she's willing to say this. Look, we are going to, this is not the last episode where we're going to have her like, like doing stuff that you're like, what is she doing? And then Noel being like, what are you doing? And her being like, okay, here's what I'm doing. Um, So like we, there will be a pattern established uh, over, you know, a few episodes where we keep seeing these moments and you're like, what is she doing now? Um, And there's always a reason. Yeah. And, um, but not necessarily justified because again, still doesn't justify the gaslighting still doesn't justify the, you know, the earlier stuff that she was doing. Well, and you know, to get to this conversation, you get Noel and Zoe, Zoe, like ducking under a table at a restaurant. It's like, did we need to do it this way? Um, so that's why when I've been talking about Zoe in previous podcast it's like i think how they're going to handle her is strange but i I kind of like the ducking under the table because it is explained by her father being so overprotective given that you know i believe there was a suicide attempt based on a relationship with someone else and it yeah you know a three-year time period it doesn't seem like maybe it's been that long but to get to that level of knowledge, you have to start with something that seems juvenile and unexplained. Like you have to start with something that could be explained as like, this is a middle school relationship. And then by the end of the same episode, you get a very good reason from Zoe. Yeah, which and I actually so, liked. Yeah, yeah. So I think you have to be willing to just sit with the, what is she doing now? Um, and then understand that she's she's doing everything from a with with an intention with a perspective of her own and um but what i'm saying is that part i i like i like the contrast between those mm -hmm. but what i don't i still don't think is justified was last episode with the gaslighting gaslighting. and the jealousy over jennifer sure like i mean again there are reasons but not justification yeah yeah fair enough fair enough well let's head over to the ladies apartment where javier is practicing a scene and megan enters and we find out that these two did something like tracy and elena did a couple seasons back where they both uh they either, like exchanged envelopes or exchanged their oh, admissions yeah. to a class. So uh, it, tur- it turns out Javier and Megan did something similar where they both threw the audition. So the other person would get the part, except neither of them got the part. Yeah. And um, probably neither of them were going to get the part anyway. So just going to put that out there. Yeah. And, but Javier is so touched by this gesture from Megan. He's like, this is what acting's all about. You give to the other person and look what you get. And Megan's like, nothing. <laughs> Neither of us got the part. That's what we get. Yeah. Javier is like, we got a real friendship. And Javier does get something out of this. He gets a hug. That's true. Yeah. It's a side mm-hmm. hug, but it's still a hug. Look at these two. So cute. Um, I just could have done without all of this. Me too. (laughs) Um, So Ben is at Lauren's. He's going to stay outside of her apartment. He's going to talk to her from the hallway. Yeah. 
And he's going to say, I want you to reconsider Arizona because I have rights, like legally, and I don't want to use them. Yeah, he's saying, you know, you've made all these decisions. And it's like, well, yeah, because you said you didn't want to be part of it, as far as I can tell, up until two days ago. And he says, but Um, I am part of this now, and you can't make decisions without me anymore. And Lauren's like, okay, um, I'll think about it. Now, look, I don't know what's going to happen next, but were I in Lauren's shoes at this moment in time, I would be saying, okay, I'll think about it. I would close that door, and my first call would be to a lawyer. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Sure. Yes. So So if that is what happens, I am fully, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with her later, but I am fully 100% on her side. Okay. Or that. So we are going to head back to the loft for Ben. Ben's a busy boy. He's just going and having chats with everybody. Ben sees Noel, who looks like he's about to heat up some sort of a... I know, I canned know. soup. Yeah, it was like, like they, they just... They, you know, Noel, dinner. Poor Noel. Um, so, I mean, at least it wasn't cup of soup. It wasn't yeah. ramen. It, it was canned, canned soup. I do want to just put a note here throughout this whole thing. It's the same music. Great music. Um, it's I called love the music. If I Could Fly by Char- uh, Charity Chapman. And if we are I very glad. Fly. Dun, yes. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Wonderful. It's going to swell a little bit later. So basically, during the quiet part of the song, Ben's going to be like, hey, notice you making that cup of soup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to come, come with me to Epstein Bar? I'm going to go meet Felicity. Um, and it's a gesture and Noel's yeah. like, you know what? You're on. And so we're going to then cut to Epstein bar where Felicity's grabbing drinks for all of them. Ben and Noel are chatting. They all cheers each other. <laughs> I loved anyway. it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I didn't find this soapy. I actually really liked it because this is really I think very important. I mean, they give you the slow mo, and it's like, can these three be friends again? And it's, it, we've spent so much time with them by this point that it actually really does mean something. Mm-hmm. So I okay. enjoyed it. Sure. Okay. Well, that's our episode. I mean, fish. Mm-hmm. Let's go into our you're the worst segment who do you got for this one yeah benjamin you're the worst you have a series of very immature knee-jerk reactions throughout this episode that really do not help your case with lauren or felicity um you know lauren tells you that she's got everything set up in Arizona and your immediate reaction is, oh no, but now I've decided, I've decided I'll be part of this. So you don't have to move to where you have a support system and a job. I'm here. Um, And then, you know, your 
your similarly intractable position of, and I can't move, even though there is in fact a program that is potentially open to you for med school and you could also, or for an extra year of pre-med, and you could also maybe delay that a year, whereas Lauren has no option in delaying the child, which is actually, again, coming in like two weeks. Um, and then in your interactions with Felicity, the focus on Noel instead of you and the baby and Lauren and Felicity, I get it, but n no, it's, it's just not okay. And the anger, the yelling, so much yelling, and the yelling at Felicity when she is asking you important, reasonable questions. Like, oh, you're moving to Arizona? And are we going to be together? Yeah, not, not okay. Um, your, your questions to Lauren. Can you move in a year? No, she can't move in a year. She's having a baby. The first year is going to be extremely hard. She has free and fully available childcare and a job. Did we mention that? And so your reaction is to storm off and say, fine, go to Arizona. What is she supposed to think at the end of that? you know, you said you didn't want to be involved, then you show up, then you storm off and tell her to go to Arizona. Uh, in the meantime, you, you decide to just focus again on Nolan, just stick a dagger into Felicity's heart by saying, if you hadn't slept with him, none of this would have happened. I mean, points for the apology later, good job. But this, not acceptable. And then you tell her to go be with Noel and break up. I mean, you are all over the place. And to just top it off, you have stormed off and told Lauren to go to Arizona. And then you are gonna show up at her apartment and threaten legal action to like keep her in a city where she has no child support as far as she can tell no financial or time commitment support from you even though you say you can take take night school classes no job i mean what exactly do you think is going to happen here because whatever it is, it's not going to be good. And let's also remember, Lauren is an alcoholic. So maybe trapping her in a city with a newborn where she has no support is not the best thing for her and her mental health and therefore the baby, which you can't care for on your own because you're still trying to get into med school. So overall, Ben, this is just a, I, I get it. You're young. There's a lot of pressure. 
but I think we've established that you need to take a day. You need, you need to think some things over and maybe not take things out so much on Felicity, maybe stay away from that. A little anger counseling might be good. And also try talking to someone other than Sean before you you make big, bold, you know, life decisions like either moving or threatening Lauren with legal action. Oh, Benjamin, I don't see things going well in the next few episodes for you. But unfortunately, you are just as much as anyone else to blame. And in this episode, you're the worst. Ben, you're the worst. Yeah, agreed. It's not great. No, not his best. As you said, it's not the best Benjamin. It's not the best, is not the best version, but he can become a new version of him. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, none of this is like an unexpected reaction, I think, but it is, Ben's going to bend, you know? I, I agree. I think that should be, that should, that should be one of our posts. Ben, moments of Ben's going to bend that like if we had, if we had that at the start, I definitely think that should have been like a segment throughout. Okay, fair the enough. Ben's going to Ben segment. Yeah, that's fair. That would have been a good Well, one. Fish, it's time for our favorite segment. <gasps> Yay! After you listen to this tape, you have to erase it. Exciting. Where we hear from our listeners. Um, we've got a few Zoe comments. And we do have people who like Zoe and who like stuff about Zoe, but... Those, those comments always had something in them that I feel like needs to be mentioned later. So let's take a few that are a little bit more like give us some things to unpack. So the first two, let's link them together. So at Shelly Brunt says, we know nothing about her except her mental health problems. Does she like art walking towards a bleaker street? IMAX? Who knows? She's so underdeveloped as a character that I never thought she was good enough for Noel. Let me attach to that um, a comment from at Galinsky underscore, which is, I liked her, but there's not enough to her character. We got to know more about Natalie in a short period, for example, than Zoe. Hmm. Fish, what are your thoughts about those two? Because they're kind of saying the same. They're making a similar point. I mean, I think they're right that she's underdeveloped. Um, 100%. They they have something they want to say about mental health and Zoe is their vehicle. I don't know that we got that much more about Natalie. Um, I mean, it does seem like Zoe's life has been, it, we get a good sense of her as she is now, I think. Um, she's not as communicative communicative right natalie was very open and very you know she's going to put it all out there but i think that reticence says as much about zoe as natalie's openness says about her so you know i i do think that we're you know comparing the two i don't know if that's going to be quite fair but we're also going to get more Zoe. So I don't, I don't know how much more is going to be revealed. Um, but you, you know, you're right. She's, she's there for a reason and we don't get 
at least so far, we haven't seen like her friends. Like we're not following her. Basically we have, she's been in the same situation as Noel. And from that, you can kind of infer that she's had some similar experiences and you assume she has her own friend set, but a lot of it has to be built up in your own mind. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that she's not good enough for Noel because obviously she's bringing positive things out in him or he's just in a better place in his life. Mm -hmm. I think it's more that. I mean, for the first time, I think he's not doing things in reaction to a woman, which is nice, you know, because when he does things in reaction to a woman, it's usually gross. Um, So I don't know. I I absolutely agree. Underdeveloped character, but maybe that's not what we're supposed to be focusing on. Maybe we're supposed to be focusing on one, the message and two, what's happening with Noel. Yeah, I agree with that take, Vish. And I, I think it's well-observed points by the listeners. We, we've got one more where I might have to dispute it a little bit. And this one is from at Ruby and Simba 13. Um, I can't stand Zoe. She's so hot and cold with Nolan. It drives me crazy. She's never honest about her feelings. Look, Fish, we are going to see a little bit more um, of, of like this sort of pattern. But yes, hot and cold. I think that's accurate. Um, never honest about feelings is a point that I feel like she's honest about her feelings by the end of episode of every episode she's in. So when you see her do something, you're like, why is she doing that? Then by the end of that episode, you're going to get like the speech from Zoe about why she did that. And so it's like, I think, I think that I do think, however, this comment really shines a light on the, the way they constructed this character is like, you get these moments of her that's like, what is happening? And it feels like she's playing a game or doing something inexplicable, but she actually has a reason behind it and she will get to the bottom. Like she'll she'll explain it and it will be, bring her closer to Noel each time. So it's like, I can appreciate that as a viewer, either it's really strongly fixed in your brain, like, oh, those moments that are weird or those moments of reconciliation, or maybe you get both. But they definitely, the writers, like, give you, like, a large percentage of every Zoe episode being like, is she, what is she doing with Noel here? Um, To then sort of fix that. But they make you spend a lot of time in that discomfort. So if you, if you feel uncomfortable about it. So I can appreciate that that part of it was really strongly fixed in at Ruby and Simba 13's head. And, and maybe for other viewers who aren't a fan of Zoe, that's the part that they remember. Yeah, and I haven't seen anything so far um, where she talks a lot about her feelings other than the first kind of wine and pizza episode. I mean, here... She talks about her experiences, but you don't get the, she doesn't say, she says she's embarrassed, which I don't think is true, but I think it's close to what she's feeling. Um, I think there's shame in there. I think there's fear in there. Um, You know, there's a lot of things going on for her and she isn't written as a character who's an open book. She's been burned. She has mental health issues she's closed off she you know 
all of that is is understandable if she's not completely open and flowing with her emotions that's her character right now at this point in time and noel can make his own choices about you know whether he wants to be in that relationship or not um so in the future i mean i do see her written to date as a very closed off character even mm-hmm. with sharing the the straight facts of what happened she didn't do it in an emotional way her posture is what gave most of it away so mm-hmm. i can see that point and i don't know what it looks like going forward in the next you know few episodes yeah okay well those are you know those are the thoughts that seemed you know relevant to this episode from our listeners and now fish you and i need to rate this one i believe i went first last time okay I will go first this time. Um, I really didn't think I was going to like this episode. And maybe this goes with my trend of I feel better about episodes that I go into having very low expectations. (laughs) Um, Yes, the Megan and Javier stuff was super annoying. They had plenty of stuff in the episode that, you know, they could have used the fight between Sean and Noel over what was hideous. Um, there, there was other stuff that was annoying. Um, I like the complexity of what Lauren is bringing to, to this plot line, which I really did not expect to like. And the reason I like it, I think is because the dialogue is so good and there's so many things going on with you know asymmetric information between the characters themselves and us the audience and the characters and so we get to to feel these scenes these sort of intense scenes um especially between felicity and ben um that that otherwise, I mean, they they could have just spilled everything out, but they don't. So we get these very complex scenes that that allow us to feel the emotion behind it. So I think they've done a very good job with the dialogue. I said I really liked some of the the shots that they gave us, and I mean, damn, Noel, damn. So overall, I, I really liked it. I would say the the 100% worst moment of this episode was the, I want to be with you, I want to be with you, soapy music behind it, like cringe factor, yuck. Um, So it does get minus points for that. Um, And, you know, Hodges is just, he's just breaking into my little cynical heart. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard to find it. It's hard to get into, but he's doing it. Um, negative points for use of Elena or non-use of Elena. Um, so there were, there were some big negatives that I do have to take points off for, but generally I liked it. I like the decisions that are being set up, the situation that's being set up with Arizona versus the job, with the way that Felicity is reacting to Ben now. She, you know, he gets mad, she leaves the room. 
he, you know, asks her to go to Arizona. She's like, I got to do my own thing. You know, I, I like all of this. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Um, just really the night. I mean, tangy, soapy music, all the Megan and Javier. There were just too many things where I, I had to take off points okay. for that. It seems fair. So eight out of 10 gloves for fish. I rated this one in the unit of mattress warehouse commercials. Ah, lovely. And I look, I allowed room for you to change my mind a little bit in this episode, but only so much. I mean, I think this is an average episode of the show, um, slightly above average. I originally had it at a 5.9, but after like you kind of glowing about the, the, some of the areas where the writing was strong. Um, I'm going to give this one a 6.4 out of 10 mattress warehouse commercials. But for me, um, I'm, I'm kind of going more off instinct than anything else with here. I think at this point in our ratings, we have the luxury of being able to think about all the episodes we've rated in the past. Mm-hmm. And where do I think this maybe sits? And do I think that this is on the upper end of episodes? Definitely not for me. Um, I I do think that they did some interesting things, but I uh, also think they did some things that were piss poor, like uh, like <laughs> use of Tangi, like the Javier Megan stuff, like that, you know, one scene that's so, supposed to be such a great reconciliation scene with Felicity and Ben, and they just put world's cheesiest music behind it. I mean, you've said those things too, but that's for rough. me, that's the, the highs weren't high enough to bring it into like a, this is a really strong episode range. So I'm going to go with 6.4 out of 10 mattress warehouse commercials, but that's partly because of, you know, the way that you kind of lifted me into it. And then for me, that ends up being on par with last episode because I gave the same rating last episode. Yeah, I did not. (laughs) I did not like the last episode at all. No, you did not. I was not a fan, but it's interesting. I kind of wonder... If we were to, I know we don't have, I think, enough vocal um, null fans out there, but I feel like those who maybe don't ship Noel and Felicity, but like really enjoy Noel as a character and look, I'm just going to say it, people who think that Noel is hot versus Ben is hot. Look, sometimes Ben is hotter, sometimes Noel is better looking, cuter, whatever. They're different. This was a Noel episode. This was not a Ben episode. And I kind of wonder if, like, if it just comes down to it, I feel like you're more attracted to Ben and I'm more attracted to Noel. And so I'm, when- I don't really think that has anything to do with this rating though. I think that this is not a part of the show that interests me to watch very much. and That's so fair. like I and to be fair like I also think this is the best version of Noel we've ever had like so I I that can't be it for me you know like I, well, but I'm I think what I like about cool. Zoe is that she we get to see the most balanced version of Noel and I agree he's very attractive here um I just like back half of season four there's a reason I don't often get to this on my rewatches um, so that, if I were to do regular rewatches, this would definitely be on it because this is the sexiest Noel has ever been. And maybe mm-hmm. my ratings 
just reflect the fact that I like pretty people and okay. that I'm attracted to Scott Foley. I mean, okay. fair. Totally like, fair. Yeah. Totally fair. We would not miss this one. Well, folks, we want to hear what you have to say. So send us your feedback or your Felicity fan art or your own ratings. Tell us what you think at themelissafish at gmail.com. It's Melissa with one L, two S's, themelissafish at gmail.com. You can also get amongst it and be into the conversation with all of us over on our Instagram at Felicity Podcast. And if you want to know when we drop new episodes of the podcast, you can sign up for our newsletter, which is, you know, we send one of those out every time we drop one. And you can sign up for that. Just check your show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast. There is a link in there to sign up. While you're there, go ahead and rate and review this podcast if you can so more people can discover this content. All right, Fish. Next time, we are going to talk about an episode called The Paper Chase. What do you think that one's about? Interesting. Um, well... I think it's got to have something to do maybe with the application to Arizona. Cause I'm thinking like you had to get it in like the next day. So maybe there's something about that. So there's the application potential paper, there's legal documents, potential paper chase there. When are finals? I mean, are they right now? I, is this the finals episode? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So then it probably also has to do with, finals and maybe getting a paper in on time i don't know uh those are the things that i can think of that have to do with paper um there was a catalog that noel did now i don't know that it really has anything to do with the zoe noel plot my my three guesses are the application something to do with legal stuff and if it's finals getting papers in I don't think it's actually finals yet, but I but there is uh, maybe like a midterm or some paper involved. Yes, okay. accurate. We'll have to see what what it officially is, but yes, your third guess is very accurate. Lovely. Yeah, so we're gonna see what's going on there. But... I hope Felicity doesn't rewrite it. Although I don't think she could rewrite an OCHEM. Well, I don't know if it's. I guess why would you have an OCHEM paper? I don't know what other classes anyone's taking. Do we know any other classes that anyone's taking besides OCHEM? Not at this time. Oh, acting. Don't well, see yeah, paper happening true. there. Acting. Yeah. But you will discover another class. Yeah, we'd have to, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's pretty much how it's going to be. All right. But that, this, that's what we'll talk about next time when we discuss the paper chase. Yeah. Anything else really... you want to say about this one, Fish? Not about this one. I just really hope the next one. I, I hope that the paper chase, which does not, I mean, if it's related to some new class, I hope it's not just like fluff. Because, like, we've got some stuff to actually talk about here. It's going to frustrate me if it's just like fluff that we never have to deal with again. Sure, sure. Like, you okay. don't have enough time. Cut the fluff. Yeah, so um, they're just throwing it down for the writers. Yeah. Do right by her, writers, okay? Uh, yeah, Plenty so that's what we've got coming, and that's that's pretty much it for this one. So until next time, Fish, don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone. I'm a fish. Bye. Bye, everyone.